Welcome to the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. With your friends, Steph and Sean. You might hear an overshare or two, or too many. So I don't pay for cable, but I do have a cable box. And my husband kind of watches when channels are in free preview. Oh, I love just the frugalness of this all. Bring it on. (laughs) So we haven't had like a good free preview month in a long time. Like when TLC is in free preview, HGTV, life is grand. Cancel all the plans. Exactly. Sitting on the couch, we're watching marathon, home renos. (laughs) But yesterday, discovered that the W Network... Slash the Hallmark Channel Shut is up. in free preview right Shut now. Shut the heck up right now. You didn't text me immediately? <laughs> okay. Friends off. The W Network is free preview. I'm excited about this, Sean, and I can feel your sarcasm across the table. But I watched three Christmas movies last night. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what like, ones do you get in there? Well, I mean, they're, it's hard to tell the plots apart from each other. Oh, are but, they Hallmark ones? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you watched the same movie three times then? Well, there was different actors (laughs) and different, like, Christmas small towns that they met in. Oh, right. (laughs) No, it was wonderful. I'm so excited. (laughs) I can't wait to get home after this and put it back on and watch more Hallmark Christmas movies. (laughs) I feel like I'm part of a club. (laughs) Mixed Mornings with Steph and Sean. Scrolling through Netflix the other night and a thought popped through my head and I'm just going to verbally say it out to you right here to see if you agree. Okay. Does anyone care about Tiger King 2? Oh, I think the answer is a definite no. Yeah. Like, I think Tiger King 1 came along at the perfect time because it basically hit right when the pandemic started, right? And all of TV production stopped. So there was nothing new coming out for months and months and months on end. And that was literally the only thing to watch. You watched Tiger King 1? I did watch it. I watched it late, like a couple weeks after everybody else, but I had run out of things to watch. There was nothing new. <laughs> but I'm so glad that like things dethroned it, like Bridgerton or like, you know, other things that finally did come out and take Tiger King off the top because Honestly, it was trash television, and I can't believe I spent hours of my life giving it to them. Right? And now that Tiger King 2 is out, I see, like, nothing about it. I saw the first preview, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's a thing still. But then I stopped caring. Well, I think that's that was their rude awakening. Like, you weren't actually that great. This documentary wasn't actually that interesting. It was just that nobody had anything else to do, and the entire world was sitting on their yes. couches. But now that we, you know, are allowed outside a little bit and have discovered books and other things to occupy our time, sourdough bread, um, (laughs) Tiger King's not top in anybody's list, I don't think. (laughs) Mixed Mornings with Steph and Sean. There's a certain kind of Christmas decor that I just don't get. What aren't you vibing with these days, Steph? You know, everyone has a Christmas tree in their living room. I get that. What I don't get is the pre-lit kind of fake Christmas tree. I'll stop you right there. I do not have a Christmas tree. (gasps) Not everyone has one. Pardon me. (laughs) But if I were to get one, (laughs) I would go the lazy route, and I would get a pre-lit Christmas tree. Okay, well then let me make my argument to you as to why I think they are so ridiculous. Okay. Okay. So, you buy a Christmas tree, it has lights inside of it, it works beautifully the first year. You put it away in your shattered garage, and then the next year, magically something has happened to it, where all of a sudden, not quite all the lights work. Or, the tree comes in three sections, and only two out of three of the sections work. 
or you have to plug it in and lean it a certain way to get all three of the lights to come on. Or you just have to say, you know what, because one section doesn't work and I can't get the same lights as the ones in the Christmas tree, I guess they won't plug it in at all. And then you have to buy lights to put on your already lit Christmas tree. Yeah, but how perfect is that first year? The first year is great, but I think it's just a ploy to, to, for lazy people. And then you're like, hmm. shoot, double the work now. Why is it double the work? Because you have to first, you have to go through all of those scenarios yeah. where you're like, maybe if I lean it this way, okay. maybe if I duct tape it that way. So you, you go through the first perfect year and it works. But then the second year, you can, you now have a budget, you have a tree already, and you can just buy some $10 lights. And then boom, you got a tree, you got some new lights, and it's all good again. Yeah, but then you have lights in your tree that aren't turned on. They're just hanging out in there. Looking if someone like they is nitpicking out. my tree and walking up to it and just being like, why aren't these lights lit up? I'm like, you can leave and go to your <laughs> own Christmas tree. Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. Scrolling through the Instagram yesterday, and I saw a post from the RMWB staff saying, ODRs are back, baby. ODRs. Oh, okay. ODRs. Outdoor rinks. The ODRs. Oh. Hockey lingo staff. Okay, okay. Good to know. I, are you going to bring your hockey stick? Are you going to go out on them? Oh, yeah. I'll go bar down, top cheese, a little backdoor sauce. Are you kidding me? ODRs. That's what it's all about. Who is this? Wipeout? What kind of <laughs> words are you saying over there? I, I, was, I don't know if this is a Sasky thing or if it's just like a hockey thing, Canada-wide. Um, but yeah, ODRs are so much fun. It's just a, an absolute blast. It's like a Canadian tradition just to like hop out on the ice and the outdoors and just hear that... <laughs> Just your skates ripping up that. Uh, do you frequent? Do you have skates? Have you ever ventured out into the outdoor rinks in the oh, area? Yeah, I love the outdoor rinks. Honestly, like the one at Lions Park where you get to do like a trail skate and they light up all the trees is my favorite one. But also the one at the golf course at Mac Island is so cool because you go like under the bridges and you got to kind of like duck and be. Oh, no uh, way. Yeah. Really neat. ODRs are so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Great use of it. I love that you're catching on already. Thank you. Thank you. But Sean, I have to ask if you're actually going to do this because um, well-known fact, you love your bed oh, and yes. it's really hard to get you to get out of it as well. You love your sports <laughs> that are on television. So is this the thing that you are actually going to say yes to hanging out with me? Or is it just going to be like, yeah, I like outdoor rings, but I like my bed better. I'll contact you. How about that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. Keep seeing people on Facebook in search of um, a cereal. Now, if I was going to be thinking there'd be a shortage on a cereal, I'd say like, you know, alphabets or Frosted Flakes are the best. Oh, speak for yourself. The Cocoa Puffs are what I'm going for. A little bit of, of uh, Lucky Charms. <laughs> Turning your milk chocolate. Uh, but it's Rice Krispies. Okay. So, like, they're just saying there's a shortage. I just need some Rice Krispies. And I have to imagine that they're not wishing that they could just have their regular breakfast cereal. Like, I think they want it because they're making squares. Wow. Speak for yourself. Sprinkle some sugar on that in the morning. Mmm, <laughs> bon appetit. Okay. Like, it's good. But if you're looking for a bland cereal, you don't have to look far. <laughs> if there aren't any Rice Krispies, move over to the Shreddies. Move over to the Corn Flakes. Move over to the Chex. Okay, <laughs> fine. Fair enough. You made your point. But it is, like you were saying, it is very versatile because you can do the morning breakfast, but then you can also make so many desserts with it as well. Well, and that's the question I have is that, like, is it really that bad that there aren't any Rice Krispies, could you not just do the same thing with the squares? Like, I make 
Cheerio squares, and I use the same Rice Krispie recipe. I just substitute Cheerios in, and they're freaking delicious. Sometimes I even add some peanut butter. Are you just saying you're better than everyone out there, Steph? Is that what you're getting at? I'm just saying if you want to elevate your your Rice Krispie square game when you're taking it to somebody's house, Cheerio squares are the way to go. They seem like they're harder to make or something, or more gourmet. Yeah, what else you want to humble brag about over there? (laughs) Hold Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. Exciting last few minutes in the game uh, the other night for the Oil Barons. There was like three minutes left. They were tied. The Barons scored. They were skating their hearts out. And then there was one minute left in the game. And like everybody decided that the game was over. I could not believe how many people stood up to get to their cars before the rush. I never understood this about sporting events. As someone who's like diehard, no matter where you go, whether it's like an Oil Barons hockey game, a Giants baseball game, even if you head like down south to like Rogers Place, uh, you will always find, it's like, what, are you going to watch the highlights when you get home just so you could leave the parking lot early? I've even, like, even similar... I've seen it with, like, concerts. You go to a music place. They haven't even played, like, their top hit song yet. People are already filing out to beat the traffic. It's so strange. Like, it's like, didn't you pay to be here? <laughs> what is going on? Um, even, like, at Keanu Theater, I've seen people leave during the standing ovation. It's like they literally just finished. They're doing their bound. People are like, oh, got to get that, beat the rush here. <laughs> get my turn signal on. Yeah, even movie theaters. I've been to a movie theater, and, like, the, the millisecond the movie ends, even when if it's, like, a movie that you know things are going to happen after the credits, like, what, you're going to read about that online afterwards? And then the one that, like, gets me crazy fireworks you literally go to watch fireworks and there's one little plump in the sky (laughs) over and over again you watch that for about an hour and then the finale happens and it's supposed to be like the big reveal the moment that you've been waiting for and people are like gotta get to the car don't want to be stuck in this traffic what are you doing well i can fireworks are overrated i can understand that (laughs) one (laughs) mixed mornings with steph and sean just about new year's resolution season again but i have to ask how are you doing on last year's New Year's resolutions? Mm, I love that you asked this because I said a pretty obtainable one. I always like to do an easy resolution so I can feel better about myself. I like it. I like it. The list person in you is just likes to check it off. So what was your obtainable New Year's resolution last year? I told myself for the new year and beyond, I would fold my laundry whenever I took it out of the dryer. Right? Nice, easy, obtainable, yeah. but something that needs to get done and a habit that I need to change. And how'd it go? You got 24 days left? I horribly failed. Oh. Probably, I, I went strong for, I will say, <laughs> probably like three or four months. Like wow. a quarter of the year. I was like, hey, this is going good. But then like one lazy day comes around. You're in a rush. You're doing laundry. You take it out of the dryer and then you do something else and you're like, oh, just get to it. And then you don't get to it. And then a day goes by and then two days go by and then you just have clean laundry in a basket sitting there. Yeah. Well, is it still clean laundry sitting in a basket or are you taking the clothes out every day and all of a sudden you're like, I, I just uh, magically put it all away because now it's moved to the floor after I've worn it. Stop it. Like you... <laughs> Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. I had a great uh, meal last night, a supper. Out of the blue, not even planned. What did you make? So I had, uh, yesterday, two days ago, I had pasta for dinner, and it was bow tie pasta, and I, I didn't throw the sauce in right away on it. I just kind of topped it on on my plate kind of thing. Yeah, okay. And so I had some leftover noodles, just plain noodles, nothing on them, so I stored those in the fridge. And then last night for dinner, 
I was uh, making one of those bag salads, and it was like a buffalo ranch salad. Mm. It was pretty tasty. Sounds like it. All and right. I was like, hey, I have these leftover bow tie pasta noodles. Why don't I just throw them in and see what happens? So bag salad, pasta noodles, mix it all together. Mamma mia. It was it was fantastic. It was so simple, but it was really? absolutely fantastic. This sounds like an interesting choice. Like I wouldn't think that you should throw pasta in with lettuce. Oh, but it, it was uh, see cuz looking at it, you're like, does that have I seen this? Anywhere? I don't think I've seen this anywhere. Yeah, I certainly pasta, what's pasta salad? Pasta salad is like pasta, pickles, mayo. Ugh. Sometimes some like bell peppers chopped up. Oh, just, yeah, this is the mayo part throws me off. So this is like a hybrid. <laughs> this is like a hybrid pasta salad with actual leaves and greens and, and then just noodles. And it was phenomenal. So if you want to try something out, bow tie pasta, bag salad, mix them together. You got yourself a meal. Here we have the next Jamie Oliver on our hands. Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. Over the last couple of weeks, I have watched the beginning of Jurassic Park 3 too many times to count. And why is that? Well, I don't have a toddler living in my house that likes Jurassic Park, but apparently my husband in his cold needed some extra noise and Jurassic Park was just the right kind of noise to keep him asleep. So basically a toddler. Yeah. <laughs> a, with guy a, with a, man, a guy with a man cold <laughs> equals toddler. Yeah. So he says that all the other movies, they get quiet. You know, there's moments of calm. And then when they come back to the action, it wakes him up. Okay. But Jurassic Park is just straight action the whole time, specifically the third one. And so he just keeps putting it on over and over again to try and sleep because otherwise he like is re- woken and then reminded of his stuffy nose. That is just phenomenal work right there to like work through that. I wonder how many movies he test trialed before he was just like, you know what? Perfect nap to Jurassic Park 3. You know what? Not enough because I am so over Jurassic Park 3. Can you recite it word for word? Like you come home from work and like, oh, this scene. Yeah. Ben! Ben! <laughs> Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. I was backing up the other day in a very loud bang and then a halted car alerted me to the fact that I a pole. <laughs> is this a common occurrence for you, Steph? Or are you a pretty good driver? I feel like I'm a pretty good driver, as in that I don't hit things very often, and especially not when I'm driving the station vehicle, but Ooh. alas. <laughs> Damn, in the station vehicle. Yeah, worst, worst ever. Okay, um, what happened? Well, Sunday night, it was right after the parade. I'd just finished, you know, taking all the decorations off, couldn't see out the back window. And, of course, we had this beautiful backup camera, which I never use. I, of course, drive an old car, so... Yeah, you're you're OG. You like mirrors and everything. Yeah, yeah. Nothing fancy. But this one, I was like, okay, can't see out the back window, so the backup camera is going to do my bidding for me. It did no bidding. It did not beep to say, don't hit that pole behind you. (laughs) It just stopped when I hit it and went, bang! Oh, no. Yeah. And then, of course, like everybody else is undecorating their vehicles, too. So they're all looking over at me like, did you seriously just back into a pole that has been there for all of time? (laughs) Look at the radio station. They don't even know how to drive over there. I felt it. I felt their judgment. A lady actually came over. It was so kind. She's like, are you okay? Oh, like, yes, I'm okay. My pride. It's it's very hurt, though. Very embarrassed. My ears hurt from how loud that bang was. And I'm, I'm. 
don't want to talk to my boss. I think that's going to hurt as well. No, okay. Hey, well, I want to comfort you a little bit and just let you know that I think station vehicles are a little cursed. Oh. Because way before, I want to say three years ago, I was working down in Hinton, Alberta, and we had a sister station up in Whitecourt in Alberta as well. So that's like yeah. an hour and a half drive. And so I took the station vehicle for a Christmas party up to Whitecourt. I hit a deer. Oh, dear. That's worse. That probably did more damage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The insurance claim was huge <laughs> on that one. <laughs> Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. So usually in our show, we sometimes admit embarrassing things to our special listeners in the 5 a.m. hour, but I'm going to share this one with everyone in, uh, around 8.30 here. Wow, Sean, you're very brave. Mm-hmm. I have something I'm ashamed of, but uh, the other day, for the first time in, I want to say, three weeks, I crossed the bridge into downtown, and I left up in the hill. Jeepers, what are you, an <laughs> over-the-bridge dweller? I know. When I first moved here, I remember people saying, like, oh, you live in Gregoire. That's like a 20-minute drive away. I'm not going to do that. And I was like, oh, that's easy. Like, I'm never going to do that. That's, like, such a simple drive. Or, like, going from, like, Parsons Creek to downtown, like a quick, like, 7, 10-minute drive. I'm like, oh, that's so simple. Here I am. I haven't left, like, the Parsons Creek, Timberley, Thickwood area for three weeks. That is amazing. I'm, I'm surprised you were able to find everything you need. I'm also surprised because exactly I feel because I do live in Gregoire and I'll like sell something on Facebook Marketplace <laughs> the person will haggle with me get it down to way cheaper than supposed to and then they'll be like oh wait Gregoire nah that's too far <laughs> I can't cross the bridge <laughs> I'm that person now and I hate it so I need to switch it up a little bit maybe I'll go two days in a row I'll cross the bridge wow. and we'll see what happens want to come over for a coffee Sean nah <laughs> I'm taking it too far now <laughs> mixed mornings with Steph and Sean it is cold out. Ooh, bone chilling cold, like minus 30s cold for the past couple days here. Yeah, and if you didn't, you couldn't tell by like the way your body was reacting to the cold, my car has its own kind of little quirks when it gets cold out. Like, it does a couple things once it hits like minus 20, minus 30. Yeah, it's just like a human shivers in my car, the driver's side door doesn't latch. Pardon? <laughs> yeah. Just so the like, door doesn't close? No. So when I, I shut it, you know, you shut it normal um, strength. And uh, the interior light will stay on. And then I'll have to open it up again and shut it really hard and then give it a little, like, hip check, you know? Like, oh, my Did God. you really close? Yeah, you did. Okay. Oh, holy crap. <laughs> that's my telltale sign. Like, ah, winter in Fort McMurray really has returned. That's that. right. I don't need to look at, like, a thermometer. I know, like, oh, it must be minus 30. My door's not shutting properly. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Save my tires, too. Like, I have winter tires on. They're fine. They're not bald. But in this kind of cold, my car doesn't want to go through, like, stoplights. So, like, uh, last Steph. night, I, I know, I was stopped, and there was a green arrow, and it took me the entire green arrow to get traction to turn around the corner. Oh, my. Do you got holes on the bottom of your car, too? Do you got a Flintstone start that no, bad boy, no. or what? But I do think it's Get a new car! <laughs> Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. Did a very joyous Christmas tradition yesterday. Went hunting for our Christmas tree. Oh, that is so fun. Do you do a real tree every year? We do a real tree every year, so the hunt is out in the wilderness with our $5 Christmas tree permit. <laughs> Where do you get one of those bad boys? Oh, you just get it on like Alberta trees, Alberta something. I don't know. My husband got it. Sounds fake, but I agree. 
Go on. <laughs> it's not now, there. Bettertrees.com. It's, it's printed on the five. Just, just take your five bucks and uh, you can go chop one down. You can chop three down. Well, that's right. definitely fake. <laughs> it's even more fake now. <laughs> anyway, we're out looking for our tree and uh, we pulled over. We are not, we we're like on a side road off the highway. And there was like a ton of plows going by. Like this was kind of like their thoroughfare to get turned around and back going the other way. And I thought, hello, we're doing something joyous. I'll wave at you. And (laughs) they were not friendly. (laughs) Like, get off our road, you idiot. (laughs) Exactly. That's how I felt. It was like they pressed the gas and were just like, this is my territory. Smoke them out. (laughs) Yeah. And then this giant jacked up truck went by with a four-wheeler on the back. And I was like, no, here we are in our joyous pulling our tree out. (laughs) Waved at them. And you know what they did? (laughs) <laughs> Smoked you out? Yeah. Is this the thing you do when somebody waves at you? You're just like, look at how powerful my machine is. Yeah, they don't really want, they don't want you on their road at all. Right. Were but, you trespassing? No, I was on Crown Land. Okay. I was in a very allowed right. spot. I had a permit to be there. That's right. AlbertaTrees.com. <laughs> Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. Christmas Affairs, the secretary at the North Pole has released the official naughty and nice list for 2021. Oh my goodness. Have you got a chance to look over it yet? Yeah, it took me a long time to get all the way down to the S's to find Steph and Sean, but I have good news for both of us, really. All right, break it down for us. Okay, we are both on the nice list. Did, did you look up my name? How it's like, did it have S-H-A-W-N? Yes. S-H-A-W-N is on the nice list. Yes. S-E-A-N. Naughty list. Easy. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> You're right. Scene is on I knew the it. naughty list. Yeah, they're all losers. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, you can decide. We'll post this link on our socials if you want to go look at which part of the list you're on um, or if you want to just wait till Christmas morning and see if Santa brings you a lump of coal or if he actually brings you something nice because you know sometimes the surprise is good yeah but if you're worried about the way you've acted in the last year Uh they do have a way to dispute it so if you scroll all the way down to page 530 (laughs) which um, you've done (laughs) which I have done they say if you have found your name on the naughty list and would like to dispute the result being a really good person between now and Christmas is a fast-track alternative to the behavioral review system. Good deeds and genuine niceties will be detected by the department's global behavioral tracking network, and good vibes will be sent directly to the North Pole Record Center. Oh, hey, hold up. I I actually just got um, an email from the secretary right here. You did? Yeah. Uh, Steph, I got some bad news. What? Your name's on the naughty list now. I'm not naughty. I'm so nice. They literally gave me a description, too. Steph's on the naughty list because uh, she never brings in her homemade food to share with a co-host, is what it said on here. Um, She's also on the naughty list because she one time said a dog wasn't a good dog. Oh, my God. Which is an automatic delegation to the naughty list. So, I mean, it looks like you have some making up to do if you want to get on the nice list. Two weeks to rectify. I got to go and put my apron on, Sean. Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean.
Sean, I have some, like, really good news for you. Oh, you're really trying to get on the nice list. I <laughs> like this. Please, share the good news. Well, it's probably good news for me, too, because I won't have to listen to you complain about this anymore. <laughs> oh, okay, take it back. You're on the naughty list again. <laughs> Um, so usually you're like, Instagram makes me mad. I never see what my friends are doing anymore. I always see something from four days ago instead of what happened today. And so I just think I'm going to delete the app. Mm-hmm. Well, Instagram has heard you. They've they've noted your frustration. They got my strongly written letter in the mail. Yes. And they're saying that in the first quarter of 2022, they're going to bring back the option to bring Put it in chronological order oh, again. Amazing. It's it's so simple. It's like, that's why I prefer Twitter, because I can sort it, I can load up Twitter, and then boom, 17 seconds ago, this just happened. One minute ago, this just happened. Five minutes ago, this happened. I don't have to be like, four days ago. No, I don't care about that trade that happened four <laughs> days ago, okay? I care about what's happening right now. That's why I'm checking it right now. Well, good. also good news. So you know how you also complain a lot <laughs> about uh, how there's posts in your feed that you aren't following and you're just like why is this suggested for me like i don't know you that i i follow the people i want to follow oh yeah i'll scroll like four posts down and it'll be like hey um steph follows this person and it has ten thousand likes do you want to follow them too and it's like no <laughs> no i don't care instagram well i know who i want to follow <laughs> okay well there's an apparently uh on the secret side of things a developer at instagram has said he's working on a way for you to choose home favorites or following and just in the home is going to be those posts that you don't want to see but you can you can pick favorites or even just your following and you won't see them anymore sean this is all chef's kiss i absolutely love this thank you so much for sharing this good news today i'm back on the nice list back on the nice list Thanks for listening to the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Want to connect with Steph and Sean? Get in the mix. Join them every weekday morning from 530 till 10 and call or text 780-791-1037.